Hello and welcome to the MTP Connect podcast. I'm Caroline Duell. We're back for another year of fantastic episodes, exploring the people, the innovations and the impact of the medical technology, biotechnology and pharmaceutical sector in Australia. And to kick off 2022, we're looking into a new partnership between Perth-based oligonucleotides manufacturer Syngenis and Sydney-based diagnostic company Speedex that has led to an investment and a collaboration between the two companies. WA startup Syngenis is the brainchild of Professor Rakesh Vidu, a world-renowned oligonucleotide chemical biologist. Sydney-based Speedex, led by CEO Colin Denver, is a privately owned company spun out of Johnson & Johnson that develops innovative PCR solutions for clinical diagnostics. My co-host today is MTP Connect's Director of Stakeholder Engagement for WA, Dr. Tracy Wilkinson, who helped to connect Speedex and Syngenis. Hello and welcome, everybody. Hi, Carolyn. Thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. Morning. I think I'd like to start with looking into Syngenis. Rakesh, the company just celebrated its first birthday. Can you tell us why you decided to move out of academia and found Syngenis, an oligonucleotide synthesis service? Yeah, sure. Um, actually, uh, I had been running the state-of-the-art oligonucleotide manufacturing facility uh, at Murdoch University campus in Perth for over six years. And in April 2020, when Australia was under strict border closure, we received an inquiry from um, the Australian Department of Industry Science to produce PCR primers for COVID. But we were only a laboratory-scale facility at that stage. And uh, I found that there were uh, no other commercial oligonucleotide manufacturing company uh, at that time in Australia. And the customers were really struggling with long delays to access the much needed oligonucleotide product. And based on that uh, analysis, I established um, Syngenis in in December uh, 2020. Being the first in Australia, you must have been inundated. Yeah, absolutely. So we had plenty of orders, including Speedex was actually the uh, customers we've had uh, with lots of uh, requirements uh, for oligonucleotides. So we actually were able to supply most of their needs uh, in very short turnaround time. Plus all of our um, um, you know, network of customers we already had. Can you just tell us um, what an oligonucleotide is and why it's so important? Oligonucleotides are short pieces of uh, DNA or RNA, uh, uh, you know, sequences. And um, these are routinely used in uh, diagnosis and also for drug development applications. And we manufacture them in our company, um, you know, um, every single day. And you talked about the Perrin Institute. What's their involvement with the company? Parent Institute is also a shareholder in our company and also uh, Parent Institute supplied the instrumentation initially for us to get started off with the, um, uh, the facility. So, um, yeah, that's uh, and plus I'm actually funded and employed by Parent Institute at Murdoch University. So um, that was one of uh, my association with the Institute. So we might just um, cross over to Colin now and, and, and find out um, why this was such an important development um, in Australia for Speedex and what is it about this sort of partnership? Well, yeah, thank you for, for obviously the chance to be here today. Uh, in terms of Speedex, we've been on a, a pretty interesting journey over the last two years. We're, we're not, we're not a, I guess, a, a new startup. We've been around for yeah, over, over 10 years. 
Um, but we've been part of this this amazing uh, surge in demand for PCR diagnosis, and you know specifically PCR diagnosis for COVID nineteen. And uh, really, as uh, as Rakesh outlined, uh, losing the ability to access um, oligonucleotides that are manufactured in Australia right at the outset of the uh, of the pandemic was was a huge challenge for for us as a manufacturer based here in uh, in Sydney in Australia. So, what we saw was obviously un 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 yeah you wouldn't even dream of the demand that we've seen over the last two years. Um, and uh, a reliance on overseas uh, suppliers. So, to be fair, they're, they're very good partners, and they worked really hard to to um, to supply us. But they were also supplying the predominance of the of the needs of the rest of the world. So, uh, timelines that we used to have for supply that that were you know sort of two weeks blew out to to six weeks. You know, for larger scale orders that were were you know sort of two months. Uh, blew out to to six to eight months and sometimes even a year. So, trying to scale up a, a manufacturing organization organization with uh, with delivery times that were um, were not you know were fluid, I guess, or were not guaranteed is is really challenging. So then the I guess the um, the introduction to to Syngenis and Rakesh's team came at a at a perfect time for us in the fact that we were able to. Um, more readily um, access locally supplied um, products, so ones that we didn't have to rely on international shipments for, and that was another thing that that created a significant uh, challenge at that time. Is was the amount of international flights coming into Australia was uh, was reduced significantly for for a long period of time. So yeah, getting just getting a a shipment onto a flight was was a challenge, and obviously having an internally supplied um, uh, source of products was was um, source of materials. Sorry, that go into our products was was highly desirable. Um, but then, obviously, having the ability to to have a a partner who could yeah meet the sometimes unrealistic demands that we put on on them was also uh, was also really uh, was really key for us as we as we scaled up to meet our demand. So just going back to that that sort of scaling up and obviously. With COVID nineteen being a new um, virus, um, you obviously were heavily involved in developing your own, you know, diagnostics to for COVID nineteen. Tell us about that. So predominantly, we with our own products, we've been in in sexually transmitted infections and antibiotic resistance, as you mentioned. Uh, we transitioned into respiratory testing with a with a a, a multiplex assay for, at the time, the most commonly transmitted uh, viruses. Uh, but we we had to rapidly adapt to to be able to supply demands for for COVID nineteen. So you know when you when previously we'd seen what our volumes for flu flu testing were, and we were starting to get requests that were you know ten times what a, a an annual volume of our of our flu tests were. You know as as an issue, as an initial request, it, it really put a, a uh, a lot of pressure on our on our supply chain and our logistics team. So it was it was challenging times and obviously something that that we needed to come up with with better solutions in in de-risking our, our own supply chain. And I might just um, check in with Tracy on this because obviously um, you know you're based in WA and and t- tell me how the MTP Connect stakeholder engagement team got involved in this story. Well, um, essentially, it was 
myself and, and Duncan, who is the um, stakeholder engagement director in New South Wales, and we got to talking at our at our team meeting. So um, for a bit of context, the stakeholder engagement team is spread out across Australia um, with representatives in WA, Victoria, um, now South Australia, um, New South Wales and Queensland. And we, you know, share information and, and knowledge and about what's going on on the ground in our states. And um, I mentioned, hey, there's a, you know, a new facility, a new oligo um, manufacturing facility that I've just learned about. And Duncan immediately went, I know someone who needs to know that information. Um, and he said, tell me, give me the contact details. I want to introduce them to SpeedX. I love this story because it speaks to the value of our national team that is still embedded within each of the states. And so we've got this on the ground knowledge. It's a great privilege to meet all of our innovators um, from across the sector and learn about their challenges and barriers and see how we can help. And sometimes that, that help is, is literally an email introduction where, you know, we match mat, do some matchmaking and then step back and let the um let the relationship flourish and I think that's definitely what's happened here um as we've been watched the story from the sidelines so couldn't be <laughs> couldn't be more happier <laughs> so Colin and Rakesh what happened after that first introduction well I mean it, it was exactly as Tracy said it was it was really at a time when Speedex was was I wouldn't say desperate but we we really needed to to de-risk what we were doing um, funnily enough, it came at a time where we actually could we could travel. So we actually we hopped on a plane. We went out to to visit um, Rakesh and the team, uh, and obviously we we're impressed to see what they they had already set up and and what the the future prospects were for um, you know the work that they were doing outside of oligo supply as well as what they could do on an oligo supply side of things. So. Essentially, it was was a very quick process for from our side to say that that this is a partner we want to we want to sign up for you know for the longer term. And and Rakesh, from your point of view, yeah. what were you thinking? You know, who's this mob coming from New South Wales? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, as Tracy mentioned, uh, after the introduction by the MTP Connect, uh, we received a phone call from the business development manager of SpeedX and placed some orders immediately and which was uh, supplied in a week time and as Colin rightly said uh, immediately after Colin and the team SpeedX visited us in Perth to see our facility and discuss uh, further towards our uh, formal partnership and that was really beneficial for St. Janus a very early startup um, uh, and with that partnership St. Janus procured additional instrumentation to enhance our capabilities and now here we are. <laughs> I think the one thing that that really uh we we wanted to ensure is that you know as we move forward from a speedex point of view and i think probably from an australian point of view that that we don't come out of this whole pandemic situation set up exactly how we were prior to, prior to this to the situation we've actually evolved and adapted to you know the challenges that have been presented to us over the last two years and should there be another you know more than likely viral challenge that comes to to the shores that there's actual local capacity and sovereign capability and all of those types of things set up so that we can rapidly um, meet the the needs of whatever uh, whatever challenge is presented so that's that's been from our side you know and uh, and hopefully that's something that uh, that uh, governments and otherwise uh, are looking to focus on as well how how are you sort of finding building those business relationships from afar I mean, it's challenging. I mean, it's it's you know obviously we were lucky that we did manage to get a face-to-face -face, uh, 
meeting before things lock down again. But yeah, it, it's a lot of virtual virtual meetings and and um, I guess trust that you have that 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 we're all aligned on what we we're planning to do. You know, it is still a, a time change. So, you know, two two to three hours depending on the time of year. So it, it does present certain challenges in, in coordinating. <laughs> and Rakesh, I'd like to ask you, you know, as a startup, what a challenging time to be starting up a business. So, you know, unprecedented global sort of chaos, really. Tell us what sort of things have, have helped you as a startup, um, you know, continue to grow in this in this environment. Well, basically, uh, we've been uh, working uh, with uh, oligonuclear type manufacturing um, before, and our core expertise are actually um, the chemical synthesis of oligonucleotides. And uh, one of my mentors, Professor Mark Garatis, is actually the person who invented uh, the oligonucleotide synthesis technology uh, way back in 1980s. And he's uh, also the co-owner of Syngenis. And we believe that we have the edge in this industry uh, compared to any other uh, companies around us because we grew up making oligonucleotides. And you, you talk about the sort of the mRNA technology and um, and obviously everyone, you know, around the world suddenly knows mRNA vaccines now. These materials are essential for diagnostics, oligonucleotides, but what other uses do oligos have? Yeah, thank you, Caroline, for that question. Um, I'm glad to uh, share with you that uh, the RNA targeting drug development has gained significant, uh, um, you know, attention uh, recently uh, for um, pre precision therapy. And as I mentioned, there are about uh, 12 uh, such drugs are approved for clinical use for the treatment of inherited genetic diseases and also for some acquired diseases. So uh, the demand for production of RNA really is going to grow and grow and grow. So we have to have uh, such a production facility established uh, to meet the demand of um, such a um, uh, field. So we believe that we have established Ingenius at a right, at a right time. And in addition to the drug development, uh, they are also used as uh, Colin mentioned routinely in diagnosis and also for COVID-19 RT-PCR based assays. Um, Colin, I'd like to just ch uh, check in with you on um, the state of play around um, PCR testing for COVID infections, and obviously um, there's been a change recently in um, in the process here in Australia. But but obviously, uh, you know, with rapid testing now also part of the mix. You know, do you have Australian customers, or is most of your product going overseas? No, we do. We do have Australian customers and global customers. Predominantly, what we, we are, our biggest markets are international markets, but we do have uh, a number of, uh, well, quite a quite a number of customers throughout Australia for both our STI and our respiratory um, products. Uh, but you you want to talk about rats? Is that right? So we'll talk about rats. Yeah, we can t definitely talk about rats. Is it a change, or is it just, you know, just another element to consider? Well, I think it's it's part of a, I mean, every diagnostic, I think, has a place when you look at it, rapid antigen tests are very easy to run, can be can be performed in a home setting and, and do serve a, a valuable function to um, to the response. Um, ultimately, what I what I've seen is 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 probably a, you know, one of the best things to come out of uh, the pandemic, if there is anything, is is the 
the position of diagnostics within um, treatment of infectious diseases, I think, is has really come to the forefront. And you know, while PCR testing maybe maybe uh, slightly down on where it was a month ago, the amount of actual testing that, that's being done right now to diagnose people uh, is far greater than it ever has been. And I, I hope that that as things move out of you know pandemic to endemic to wherever it is that. The infrastructure that's been created over the last two years for for diagnostics is really utilized not only for you know respiratory infections but also there's a whole range of other um, disease states that I think would really benefit from better diagnosis uh, better diagnostic um, infrastructure that we've now created today and and the cost of doing diagnostics has come way down compared to where it was for for a lot of these types of uh, uh, investigations so I think it's a really it's a really unique time to be able to to put the infrastructure to use in whatever comes next uh, um, from a, a disease state uh, look. And I think you know from a PCR diagnosis standpoint, I think there's going to be there's going to be a need for PCR diagnosis, you know, in whatever the the endemic sort of switch is. Uh, and again, very rarely will people go to the doctor with you know flu-like symptoms and say, and be happy with the the it's just a virus uh, yeah. response from a doctor that we may have received in the past. So I think you know ultimately there'll there'll be a need for for ongoing diagnosis of whatever it is. And again, you know it could be you know the next variant of coronavirus. It could be flu. It could be you know you name it any number of different viral or bacterial uh, or antibiotic resistance um, challenges that come next. So good for patients. I think that's the that's the really exciting part is is you've you've got a system now of, of really delivering diagnostics, you know, very very widely, rapidly at at huge scale. Like I mean, I think there's been more PCRs done in the last two years than have ever been done uh, since the invention of, of PCR. So, you know, it's it's something that I hope we don't. I'm not saying it because we're a PCR diagnostic manufacturer, but I think it's 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 too good an opportunity to to totally dismantle you know all of the infrastructure that's been that's been built over the last two years yeah um Rakesh what's the situation for Syngenis are you exporting to international markets yet or just Australia uh yes absolutely so we work uh with different customers overseas including uh, USA and New Zealand so yeah certainly we do have um, customers across Australia uh, and also other parts of the globe I guess I'm, I'm interested to understand a little bit more about your strategic partnership and what that what that looks like now and what you think it'll move to in the future. Is that right, Colin, that you're on the board of um, St. Genus now? Yeah, just as a as an observer. So okay. I, I do I do try to I do try to add value from, yeah, I guess, some of the experience that Speedex has had over the, the last you know, 10 plus years. Uh, as well as some of the connections that we've we've made as well in terms of helping um, Syngenis on their on their journey. That's excellent. It's obviously a very yes mutually beneficial arrangement, and it's great to see two Australian businesses coming together to support each other. But beyond that, helping to create opportunities in in other markets, and and that that must be a very exciting collaboration from a a local. You know, ecosystem to um, to Rakesh's point earlier. You know, I, I think having a local ecosystem is is the only way that Australian biotech is ever going to get get ahead. So if we don't 
we don't support each other, you know, it, it becomes that much harder for each of us to 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 go further and, and create what we all hope will be a, a thriving high value um, industry for, for from a jobs and an export and internal usage uh, point of view. Rakesh, do you want to add anything there? Uh, no, um, absolutely. As Colin said, it is important to have such a, a partnership uh, for um, you know saving uh, this ecosystem here in Australia and also potentially uh, globally. Uh, for that, uh, I take the opportunity to thank MTP Connect, uh, uh, particularly Tracy and Duncan. They played a, a brilliant job to connect us together. So that's uh, how we started. Oh, that's great. Well, to echo echo what okay. Rakesh said, we we would like to thank MTP to connect as well and all they've done. The the great thing is, I think this is just the beginning. So I would say there's there's plenty more there's plenty more um, you know great companies on the way up, such as Syngenis and Speedex. So I think you know having MTP Connect there to to support is uh, is really good. And again, we've we've been very lucky to be supported through some of the other. Um, mechanisms that MTP Connect has has, um, has uh, brought to the market, so I think it's, it's great to have that support network for companies like uh, like us. Well, thanks, Colin and Rakesh, for sharing that because we're we're definitely part of driving the growth of the sector in Australia and supporting um, local businesses, helping to create growth through jobs um, and market opportunities. So. We wish you all the best. Thank you so much, um, Colin Denver and Dr. Rakesh Vidu for joining us today to talk about the power of partnership. This has been the MTP Connect podcast. Subscribe and give us a rating. We love to get your feedback. Until next time.